Hello and a warm welcome to you all on this Monday, the 7th of November. As many of you know, these programs aim to introduce triangles to those people who are new to the work and to encourage them in the forming of their own triangles. They also aim to create a space for those people who are already engaged in triangles to participate in a visualization exercise to support and strengthen the planetary network. Before we go any further, let us now take a moment to come together as a group on the mental plane by saying the noontime recollection. We know, O Lord, of life and love about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. Triangle's work uses the power of focused thought to uplift, transform, and illuminate human consciousness. Three people come together and daily link in thought to circulate energy through the points of their triangle. Each triangle is part of a vast planetary triangular energy field surrounding the planet, through which beneficent healing energies can pour into human consciousness. The network is created and vitalized by the daily work of each individual member. The cumulative effect of the many thousands of members all over the world who come together in consciousness to serve humanity makes it a powerful, redemptive and effective tool. Every focused triangle that is added to the network enhances the whole, lightens the mental atmosphere of the planet and helps to relate the inner and outer worlds. It only takes a few minutes a day and can be done at any time during that day. It is completed by the sounding of the great invocation which focuses and releases the spiritual energies available, energizing and stimulating the planetary network of light and of goodwill. So if you're new to the work and wish to be involved in this planetary service, then please do express your interest by putting your name in the chat box and hopefully two others will do likewise. And if you do form a triangle, then we would appreciate it if you registered it at www.triangles.org. So before we go into our visualization, I just wanted to draw your attention 
to the New York Full Moon Meeting, which is happening this evening at 6 p.m. EDT. And we hope that many of you will join in via Zoom. So now let's take a moment to visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And now within that sphere, visualize a triangle. This is the triangle of the three primary planetary centers. Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world's teacher, linking east and west, past and future, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from the center and through the five points of the planetary star. London. Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth.
and we say together, Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. constellation of Scorpio is associated with the tests of discipleship. There are three tests that are each threefold in nature, symbolized in the great myth of Hercules as the seven-headed hydra. Each head represents a problem that the spiritual aspirant has to overcome in himself, of which the great hero Hercules slayed them all. There are tests of appetite relating to sex, physical comfort and money. Tests connected with desire that relate to fear, hatred, ambition or desire for power and tests of the lower critical mind relating to pride, separativeness and cruelty. As we are within the full moon period, it might be good to reflect on the nature of the tests to which the world disciple humanity is today being subjected. And we can probably surmise that humanity's relationship with money is at the root of them all. For money creates sexual allure, it provides physical comfort, and it's also a cause of fear. It's a source of power, it creates hatred in others, and much of the cruelty in the world, such as war, vice, drugs, gang violence and trafficking, are all fueled by it. So if humanity can deal with the problem of money, it will make huge strides in bringing about right human relations. The Tibetans' words on this are most revealing. He says, this whole question of money is one of the greatest difficulty at this time and also one of the utmost simplicity. The difficulty is due to the wrong thought, which for generations has been brought to bear upon the problem 
leading to wrong attitudes, even among the most devoted disciples. The attitude of humanity to money has been colored by greed, by grasping for the lower self, by jealousy, by material desire, and by the heartbreaking need for it, which in its turn is the result of these wrong attitudes. These wrong attitudes lead to the disastrous economic conditions which we find all around us. They are effects of causes which are initiated by man himself. In the regeneration of money and in the changing of man's attitude to it will eventually come world release. The Tibetan has provided the new group of world servers with a meditative tool to aid in the changing of humanity's attitude towards money. Money is the manifestation of energy which can be selfishly or unselfishly used. The money meditation when rightly utilized has the power to shift human focus away from seeing money as a means for meeting personal and family need, to seeing it as a means to meet group or world need. The meditation aim is to deflect money from material ends so that it becomes available for the work which the hierarchy seeks to have accomplished. The money meditation is a short and dynamic meditative prayer that is available for all who are interested in participating on the Lucis Trust website. Arcane school students do this as an additional meditation on a Sunday, as recommended by the Tibetan, the day of power. We read that the issue of money and its role in the new age is the focus of a group of disciples on the seventh ray. That there are also adepts who are authorities upon modern financial matters, who are preparing to institute new techniques and modes of financial interplay, which will su eventually supersede the current methods. The Tibetan tells us that these disciples face a challenging task because the subtle energies of the inner worlds takes much time in producing their effects upon the objective, tangible plane of manifestation. However, at the time of writing, the Tibetan said that the task was well in hand. So we can surmise that today these ideas and techniques are already seeping into the group mind and that the problem humanity faces is bringing them into being due to the established forces working against them. Today, within the realm of economics and finance, there are important thinkers emerging, people such as Kate Raworth, Joseph Stiglitz, Thomas Piketty and Rutger Bregman, to name but a few. 
they are offering new ways of organizing resources, encouraging a move from divisive economies to distributive ones, where value and opportunity are shared far more equitably. Economies that are regenerative, that support people to meet their needs and thrive, but do not destroy the planet. Economics that puts the environment, not economic growth, at centre stage. Where sustainability is the goal. Where wealth is redistributed through progressive taxation, universal incomes and borderless states. Such ideas are, of course, being fiercely fought by the established forces, bringing crisis after crisis and the world instability in which we currently find ourselves. But it is through this process of crisis that humanity is being forced to face the reality of that which needs to change and which will allow eventually the new economics to become increasingly accepted and widely implemented. Increasing inequality is widely seen as being a major problem in the world. Old style economic theory, such as the trickle down effect, the main policy of the UK's previous and short lived prime minister are recognized as adding to inequality rather than reducing it. It is a theory based on the belief that when growth is stimulated through lower taxes, that the wealth generated trickles down to meet the needs of the majority. Joe Biden and Kate Raworth have both been recently quoted as saying that trickle down economics does not work, That's a, that it's a false story and that ignoring the social economy, extremes of inequality get worse. Stiglitz and Piketty are in favor of greater taxation, particularly of the wealthy, to deal with the rising inequality in the world. However, such ideas can create very aggressive reactions, as Bregman experienced when he presented to a private panel at Davos the idea that maybe the rich needed to stop avoiding their taxes and start paying a higher rate. He went on to address the situation directly in his televised speech, saying that this is about saving capitalism. Clearly money and our relationship with it constitutes a major test for humanity today. Will we continue to support a system that rewards the few at the expense of the many? Or will we be be led by the men and women of goodwill and all those who are motivated by unselfish purpose to release the energy of money towards the good of the whole. An energy that will eventually allow money to be a saving force within humanity, eradicating poverty, ugliness, degradation, slavery and despair. Thus, we slay one head of the hydra and prepare the foundations for victory against the others. 
this new civilization is coming and cannot be stopped. But the process and speed of transition is in humanity's hands. So let us now work with the potent energies of Scorpio in our meditative visualization. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world while working with this Triangles Meditation Group. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, Work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network.
hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands at the heart of love, at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light and goodwill circulating in and around the triangles network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
the souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Sound the great invocation, silently or aloud. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flow into human consciousness. From the point of light, within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love, within the heart of God. Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known. Let purpose guide all little human wills 
the purpose which the masters know and serve. from the center, which we call the human race. Let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you. So once again, uh, another reminder that the full moon meditation in the New York office starts at 6 p.m. today. Um, so I hope many of you will tune in to the Zoom broadcast. The London and Geneva broadcast happened earlier this evening. And so this is, there's a lot of service going on this evening. So um, if anyone does have any comments um, or any thoughts or impressions and they want to um, say something, then please raise your hand. I think David Trice has his hand up. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. Oh, sorry to scare you. <laughs> you gave me a bit of a fright, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Nice uh, to hear from you. Yes, uh, I uh, uh, posted in the chat box. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. uh, 
There it is. Um, a quote from Alice Bailey, Externalization of the Hierarchy. I'd like to read it to you. This Please is, do. This is accumulated in, in the modern preoccupation with money. There is a very deep and occult meaning to be found in the statement in the New Testament that love is the money. Love of money is the root of all evil. It is largely and selfless, largely money and selfishness which lie behind the present disastrous economic situation. Well, what she's trying to say there is, it's not money that is the root of evil. It's the love of money. Money can be used for great good and. That's why we do our Sunday meditations in Arcade School for money to be used rightly. So I just want to, James Zotos also quoted a, a quote from Externalization of the Hierarchy in the chat box. Read that too, because it definitely applies. Thank you very much. Thank you, David. Um, I will find that in the chat box. I think John wants to say something as well. If, um, well, thank you. I just wanted to add in, as many have noted recently, that this is not just an alignment of the sun, the earth, and the moon, an exact alignment resulting in a lunar eclipse, but also on the other side, it is an occultation of Uranus. So we have the energy of the seventh ray coming very much to the fore. And with that, I will... Leave it to you to look for the signs as they manifest. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, of course, it's a very potent time at the moment, what with the eclipse and the full moon. And as you say, the seventh ray. And as I said in my talk, there are supposedly seventh ray individuals working on the problem of money, um, which is something that perhaps we have to take comfort from that there are new ways, new um, ways of uh, operating that are filtering into society and um, filtering into the human humanity's mind. And I think perhaps we all know what the problems are with money. It's all very clear to the majority. The trouble is, it's so hard to change our ways. It's so hard to um, fight not only the established forces, but our own um, issues when it comes to money. Um, James Zotos says, remember that money is the consolidation of the loving, living energy of divinity. And that the greater the realization and expression of love, the freer, oh, the freer will be the inflow that which is needed to carry forward the work. And that's from the externalization of the hierarchy, page 335. So thank you for that. Um, Sam Jones wants to say something. Hello, Hello Christine. Thank you. Wonderful um, presentation and meditation. Thank you. Um, I think it's about time that um, all people take a vow to humanity, just as nurses and doctors do, so that those that are good at making money 
vow to do it for the good of humanity. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I think that what's happening with the uh, COP27 as well, which is happening at the moment, this is another example of where there is widespread recognition within humanity of what needs to change. We know what we have to do to protect the planet, but there is a need for the will to see those changes through despite the competing forces and money and the planet, they're all interlinked. We know mm. what's right. We know what we need to do. It's just having the will to do it. Um, and if we don't face up to these challenges and take action, we are surely going to get ourselves into more deeper uncertainty and more dramatic crises. So, um, yeah, it's all on us now to start bringing these changes in. Thank you, Sam, for your Thank comment. you. And Ellie wants to speak. Ellie hit, hit you. Hello. Hi there, Ellie. Hi. So um, this whole issue of love of money being the root of all evil, I concurred for most of my life. But I've tried recently to reframe that because money is, is as said above from uh, externalization, uh, uh, um, you know, it's, it's a manifested thing, granted a thing that mankind created. But, um, um, you know, the more love I find I put in my own, for instance, paying a bill, I like to write thank for my mortgage payment. I write, I thank the person I'm paying, you know, so, so a, a certain amount of, um, I don't know, we've, how do I explain it? We've, we've gotten where there's, it's like this either or money's evil or money's good, depending on how it's used. I think we can all sort of agree with that, mm -hmm. but even, I mean, if, if you believe that all reality is somehow perfect, then even circumstances which hold lessons for some of us individuals, sometimes very hard lessons, are, have an innate good, even in their seeming mm. outer badness, Absolutely. right? Mm. Anyway, so I think that what may be required is just to start loving money in a different way for what it is and for the good that it can do. But we have a, the, a bigger problem is that, you know, right now money controls all the resources. And what we really need to do is move towards a world where resources are of the commons and not held by corporations or wealthy individuals and mm -hmm. start to get money more out of the picture and, get uh citizens into the the picture of of we control the commons and right now we're kind of in a convoluted version of that but just to say that that statement the love of money is the root of all evil may need to be given a rethink you know i think well, it's if... it's the greed that that greed i don't even think a greedy person loves money per se i think a greedy person is incapable of love in the way that love is needed you know what i'm saying so anyway yes. just some thoughts for pondering thank you thank you ellie in fact you know if 
if we think of taxation and our taxes, we should be proud to pay our taxes because paying our taxes is part of us giving, giving love because we're paying our taxes in order for it to be distributed to others. So that is money where it is being used for the good, is love in action. And I think perhaps that's something that we perhaps all could do is to be proud to pay our taxes. And um, as you say, you feel love, Ellie, when you send off your check for your utilities bill or whatever. Yes, love when we, when we know that our taxes have contributed to helping others. Now there's lots of messages in the chat and I'm afraid my chat's not very So Teresa says, I think of money as simply energy that is directed by intention. So it is neither good nor bad, but neutral. Absolutely. When directed with pure loving intention, it can be a powerful force for positive change. Any energy is supposed to flow and causes problems when it's blocked or congested. So money is supposed to flow. Attachment to money stops the flow and creates the problems of unequal distribution. Thank you very much for that. That's put it very, very succinctly and well. And as Suzanne points out, to those who give shall be given so that they shall give again. And there's lots of great comments. Um, too many to read, but um, as Clarence says, perhaps what is needed is the loving use of money. Yeah. And Catherine Cruz points out um, Charles Einstein's book, Sacred Economics, is very much worth a read. Um, he talks about the, the one of the major problems in um, our financial worlds is the, um, the charging of interest on borrowing money, which is very interesting, considering that usury has been pretty much looked down upon by pretty much all the religious faiths. And I think it's only Islam that still considers it a sin. So. Okay, well, given that it is a very potent energy this evening and that some of you have still got your full moon meditations ahead of you and some of us have done them already, 
I think it might be time to just um, take a pause and um, before we sort of finish for this evening. So thank you once again for joining us and um, we hope to join together again with you all next week. Thank you.